venture capital firm General Catalyst's healthcare arm plans to purchase Akron, Ohio-based Summa Health and turn it into a for-profit system. CMS issues a final rule that aims to streamline health insurer prior authorizations. And the FDA approves a groundbreaking CRISPR treatment for a second blood disease. It's Thursday, January 18th. I'm Jay Carlisle Larson, and this is Just Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines and health business and policy news in 10 minutes or less. Venture capital firm General Catalyst's healthcare arm will purchase an Ohio-based health system and convert it to a for-profit entity. General Catalyst's Health Assurance Transformation Corporation, or HATCO, and Akron, Ohio-based Summa Health announced on Wednesday that the two organizations had signed a non-binding letter of intent for HATCO to acquire the integrated healthcare system. Summa Health is a three-hospital system with 15 additional healthcare centers, including a spine and neuroscience center in the Akron and Canton area. It employs more than 8,000 people, including more than 1,000 physicians. It also operates a health insurance plan called Summa Care. General Catalyst announced the creation of HATCO, led by former Intermountain CEO Dr. Mark Harrison, at the annual health conference held in Las Vegas, Nevada in early October, and said at the time that it was aiming to purchase a health system in 2024. Harrison told Forbes in late October that HATCO was aiming to spend around $1 to $3 billion to make a system purchase. As part of its acquisition agreement, Summa Health will transition from a nonprofit system to a for-profit entity. In a statement, Summa said that it will still provide charity care under the new organizational structure and establish a new community foundation. The system delivered more than $210 million in community benefit to area residents in 2022, according to a release. The deal is now in a due diligence period. A specific timeline was not given as part of the announcement, but the two organizations anticipate finalizing a definitive agreement within the next several months. SUMA will become a wholly owned subsidiary of HATCO once the deal receives regulatory approvals and the transaction closes. The financial terms of the deal were also not disclosed, but Axios reports that SUMA's annual revenues are approximately $2 billion. Health insurers will be required to send prior authorization decisions within a tighter time frame under a new rule finalized by the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services on Wednesday. The final rule applies to federally regulated health insurers, including Medicare Advantage organizations, state Medicaid and children's health insurance programs, Medicaid managed care plans, and other qualified health plans. Beginning in 2026, affected payers will be required to resolve prior authorizations for urgent requests within 72 hours and resolve standard requests for medical services within seven calendar days. Health insurers will also be required to give a specific reason for denying a prior authorization request, which will help facilitate the resubmission of a request or file an appeal. The rule itself does not curb the use of prior authorizations by payers. 
CMS said in a statement that the policy will improve the prior authorization process and reduce administrative burden on patients, providers, and payers. The agency said it expects the new rule will result in a savings of around $15 billion over the next decade. The use of prior authorizations have been largely criticized by healthcare providers who argue that it adds to physician burnout and can lead to adverse health events, including delays in necessary care. However, health insurers have long contended that prior authorizations are necessary to prevent members from receiving unnecessary care and its related costs. The final rule also included new interoperability standards and payers will be required to implement a standardized application programming interface, or API, for prior authorizations by January 1, 2027. APIs are sets of rules which determine how one software program can access the data or functionality provided by another software program. CMS said that this will make the electronic prior authorization process between providers and payers more efficient. In a statement, the National Health Insurance Lobbying Group, AHIP, said that CMS took a step in the right direction with the final rule, and that this, quote, creates a roadmap for public and private payers and federal programs to work in tandem with providers to put this preparatory work into practice to improve patient access, outcomes, affordability, and experience, unquote. The Food and Drug Administration has authorized the use of a groundbreaking gene editing treatment for a second disease. The agency gave the go-ahead for the CRISPR-based treatment, known as Casgevy, to treat transfusion-dependent beta-thalassemia in people 12 years of age and older. This treatment was first approved in December to treat sickle cell disease. Beta-thalassemia is an inherited blood disorder in which the body does not produce a sufficient amount of beta-globin, which is is a building block of hemoglobin and crucial for carrying oxygen in the blood. Casgevy was developed in partnership by Boston, Massachusetts-based Vertex Pharmaceuticals and Zug Switzerland-based CRISPR Therapeutics. Casgevy uses a person's stem cells, which are genetically modified using a precision gene-editing technique called CRISPR-Cas9. These modified cells are then transplanted back into the body where they grow and multiply to increase the production of hemoglobin. In a statement, Vertex said that the administration of Casgevy requires experience in stem cell transplantation. The company said it will work with experienced hospitals to establish a network of independently operated authorized treatment centers throughout the United States to administer the treatment to eligible patients with either sickle cell disease or beta thalassemia. The list price for Casgevy is $2.2 million. Though the treatment is technically a one-time infusion, the process itself can be arduous for patients. In order to receive the Casgevy treatment, patients are required to undergo therapy with a chemotherapy drug to destroy any native stem cells still in their bone marrow as their removed stem cells undergo the editing process. The chemotherapy drug used also has serious side effects, including killing off immunity cells and potentially causing infertility. Patients are also required to stay in a hospital following the injection of the edited cells in order to be monitored for serious infections.
This is Just Healthcare Daily. I'm Jay Carlisle Larson. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the show, please leave us a rating or a review. It helps other listeners find the program. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news at justhealthcare.com. You can also get these insights emailed directly to your inbox when you subscribe to our newsletter, The Weekly Gist. The Gist Healthcare podcast is an independent production of Gist Healthcare, a Kaufman Hall company.